we recording over there? We are recording over there, Colin. <laughs> actually, we are actually recording over there. Episode nine. Nine. We broke the... We made it. We made the curse, the curse of eight. We did it. Uh, you told me you're going to be dry today, so you're going to pop am. that soda. And I'm going to pop this collaboration beer. Here, cheers. Ching. I'm going to pop this collaboration beer. It's a uh, platform and seven sun. It's called the Sunday Monday. It's pretty cool. If you see those dorks, they put the whole list on the back, like all the hops they used, all of the grains they used. Nerds. Yeah, it's like uh, full disclosure labels. Beer people get off on that. I like it. I, I do the same thing with um, like my foods and supplements for gymming and shit like sure. that. I like the companies that put the you know full ingredient list on there. Yeah. Sorry. I should probably, my wife texted me, should probably check. Oh, if you had a fancy Samsung watch like this, you could just casually glance at your watch. You oh, know, wait, no, you could do the Apple watch. Yeah, I know. I, I, she was saying thanks. It was very important that you got that right now. <laughs> I'm going to put my phone down. So, um, uh, yeah, I, you know, Sierra's got an Apple watch. And, why don't you? Well, she didn't like it that much at first. So then I wore it for a little while. Mm-hmm. And she got jealous. No, I just. I didn't like it. I, I'm not a watch guy. I'm not really a watch guy either, but I like the utility. I don't use it for all the crazy shit they do, and I definitely don't, you know, get into the various apps and things you can get for yeah. the watch. I care. I care less about that. Uh, but for simply like, if my phone's over here and I get like a text or a call, I love that it's just always there. And I'm not a watch guy either for the most part. I do have a couple nice watches that my wife bought me, but I'd forget that it's there. It's like my wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Did you have like trouble when you first got a wedding ring? A little bit. Honestly, the trouble with my wedding ring was the fact that it was so nice. <laughs> Just okay. Of course. Elaborate. I mean, Elaborate. I mean, it did feel a little heavy. So there was like kind of that weirdness. But like, I just remember being on our honeymoon and we were walking through San Francisco and um, I was just like looking at my ring and I was just mm-hmm. like, don't look at this. This is a silicone piece of shit and I hate it. It's ugly, um, but uh, I gotta get a, I gotta get a metal ring again. I got too fat for my other one though. Um, but uh, <laughs> see, I'm already losing my fucking you are, train of thought. But I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in right there. Literally, what you just said is why I bought gold. Gold can be resized a gazillion times. I know. I had a white gold one. What? And then why don't you have it resized? What do you mean I you got liter- too fat I, for? I literally just got this stupid thing like a month ago yeah but you said you got too fat for the other ring i know i should get it resizes what yeah i even paid for the fancy protection plan that allows me unlimited resizes for free i was like look i'm gonna get fat at some point and so i need a ring that can accommodate and then i'm gonna hit a midlife crisis i'm gonna get ripped and my fingers gonna be skinny again and then i'm gonna need to accommodate (laughs) that so it's gonna be a fluctuation but yeah i had a i had a big claustrophobia feels when i still when i I I get that but I'm okay now. I'm anyway, good. so I'm walking through yeah, yeah. San Francisco with my wife, and um, I just was like looking at it while we were walking because you know I'm on my honeymoon. I just got married. It's new mm-hmm. to that, so I'm just I keep looking at it, and I'm like, I feel like like a married guy's ring should be like beat up. I just feel like like my dad's was always like that. My stepdad's was like that. Like I just like all of like the father figures in my life always just had like these worn ring and just meant, you know, it just meant something. It's from beating their wives. No. Okay. (laughs) 
That was just taking a wild guess. No, so I was just like, you know what? I hate how I hate how shiny this is. So we're literally walking through the streets of San Francisco the day after we got married, and I'm like knocking it on brick walls and stuff as we're walking. <laughs> and it's gold. Yeah. It got yeah. it got cut up a little bit. Now how did how did your wife feel about that? She was like, I agree. It shouldn't be so shiny. So I I don't know some of the history of your guys' like entire relationship. So did you propose? I did. Okay. Did you do the one knee thing? I did. It was a weird thing. I have a, it's, it's a good story, actually. You want me to tell Get it? Get to it, yeah. You want me to tell it? I, I can't wait. Um, no, so, you know, we we had been dating for, I don't know, three years, and I was working at Urban Outfitters at the time, and uh, I was the display artist. I wasn't okay. a salesperson. That's okay. Um, anyway, I'm working at Urban Outfitters at the time, and- during Christmas time, Urban Outfitters gets all like the hipster Christmas trees and Christmas tree ornaments and stuff like that. And there was these giant ass diamond ring ornaments, mm-hmm. like a big, heavy ass ornament. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that. I wasn't ready to propose or anything like that, but I was like, I want to buy that. That's going to come in handy. That'd be really f- funny to give her that. Mm-hmm. And so I bought it and I hid it away. And uh, about a year later or so, I decided that it was time and... Uh, Got her an actual ring and all that. And at the time, she lived with another couple, and uh, I was there all the time. And so it was like, in a way, it was like kind of like a, I was one of their housemates because mm-hmm. I was just there all the time. And uh, so I, and things were often, these were like some of our really close friends. So things were often contentious. You know, you hate, you're, you get that place with your best friends where it's like really easy to hate each other oh yeah and uh so i devised a plan that uh we would call that they would call a house meeting because they needed to talk to sierra about something okay and they just told her that morning like hey after uh, this evening like make sure you don't do anything because we want tim and i want to have a house meeting with you and uh she all day was texting me like I have no idea what I did mm. like and she was like on the edge of her seat all day because she thought like the, her roommates were pissed at her and uh so we we get to the thing and I about half an hour beforehand I was like wait okay so if we're all sitting around on the couch like how am I gonna get her to stand up so I can get down on one knee mm. you tell her to make you a sandwich no so much better oh <laughs> We were church going folk at the time. Uh-huh. And uh, I, before we got started, I was like, guys, before we get started, I just feel like we should set this off on a really good foot. And I was like, can we all just like stand and hold hands and pray about this meeting together? Oh, wow. And that's how I got her to stand up. And, and then everybody else sat down and you. So then, so then I, I don't even know if anybody else sat down, but I got, I, and I was so fucking nervous, you know, and uh, I get down on one knee and I had this big ass ring in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> and I pull that out and I'm so nervous. And she's, she realizes what's happening. I don't even have it out of my pocket. She realizes what's happening. So she's bawling her eyes out and I'm nervous and I'm teary. And I was like, I pulled it out of my, my, I pulled it out of my pocket. And I'm shaking with this thing. And I'm like talking like this. And I'm like, oops, wrong one. Like I couldn't even deliver the fucking joke. You had it. You had it all planned out. I I like had a line and I did the line and it, but it just like totally fell flat because she's crying and my friends are crying and I'm shaky. And 
then I gave her the other ring and then oh, that's good. very cute. How long did you have the uh, engagement ring before you actually gave it to her? Uh, two weeks, maybe. Yeah, I'm really bad at. Shit was like, burning a hole in my pocket. That's man. yeah. So when I when I bought Amy's, I intentionally I had the money for it, but I intentionally left it on like in layaway or whatever you, whatever you call it. Uh, so they're like, you know, it's X amount. I paid like eighty five percent of it. It was like, could you just keep it here? They were like, well, if you just don't pay it off right now, we'll keep it here. I said, okay. They said, but you got to come back in at yep. least once a month and put money on it. Dude, I would come in and put like $10 on it because I was like, I just need you to hang on to this because if I have it, I'll just fucking do it at a wild time. And I, yeah. I had a I had a plan as well. So I met her at an establishment down in Short North and one feature they had was a photo booth and it printed out photos. And it would it'd be four little photos on the paper. So where I met her, I was like, you know what? I'm going to propose there. I'm going to go beforehand and take a picture. Will you marry me with the photo booth? Will, drop it, grab another sign. So the picture said that. And then my friend Candy, you know, we're going to get together for a brunch, take a group photo. And Candy was going to slide that photo in the booth. So Ooh. and I go, Amy, grab the photo. It came out. And when she grabs it, it would have been the one I took earlier. Dude, I was like... This was like some shit. I was like, dude, I'm a genius. That's a great idea. I'm genius for this. I show up for the brunch. They've taken the photo booth, <laughs> not out completely, but it does. It's not paper anymore. It's all digital, and you have to have the photos emailed to you. And I was like, holy fuck! I've been planning this for like a year. That fucks me up. So what I did instead is uh, I went and talked to the waitress. And I said, here, I'm going to give you my phone and set it on video. I want you to video the whole time, but I want you to say, okay, everybody, take a picture. Three, two, one. Like, you're going to get us to take a picture. Everybody will freeze, and then I'll turn and do it. Hell so yeah. I do. I have it all on video. It's pretty cool. Nice. It's neat. It's neat to see that. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, absolutely under no circumstance would I have been able to uh, keep that ring secret. I mean, oh, yeah, it's man. Fucking, I think I had it one, maybe two weeks. And I'd taken like seven pictures of it and I was like sending it to people. And then I'd get real worried like, oh my God, what if she goes into my phone for something and she sees the picture? So I was like deleting text and like it, it became too weird and secretive. I, I remember I had it like in my closet, in my room, buried under a bunch of stuff, like as far away from anywhere. Any, I lived by myself at the time, but like far away from where anybody could find it. And um I, but I remember it was like the Lord of the Rings or some shit. Like I <laughs> like like I would just like periodically go in there and take it out and just like stare at it. Oh and yeah, like, and then put it back. I mean, yep. it, it, yeah, dude. So before, um, I don't even think we were married yet. But I went to like Target or something, and on the on the rack, it was like a clearance rack. I found a shirt. It was definitely one size too small, but I bought it anyway. It said "Trophy Husband," and it had this big fucking trophy on it. Um, <laughs> Did you ever have any like novelty shirts like that? I see what you did there because we were kind of talking about this the other day about novelty shirts and how I hate them. And yeah. uh, I I think that novelty shirts are funny. Don't get me wrong. I worked at Hot Topic. I was a manager yeah. at Hot Topic. So and Urban Outfitters. I mean and Urban Outfitters. But uh, but like novelty shirts, not like Urban Outfitters novelty. That's like oh, it's a garbage pail kids or something like that right. but like novelty like trophy husband mm-hmm. or something silly and- i still have it I, sh- I should wear it next podcast yeah there it's, you go if it was one size too small then <laughs> it was like 2.5 sizes too small now i but i have had weird 
like I, there's a old old picture of me playing bass in symphony in peril and i mm-hmm. have a, a i i worked a hot topic at the time and i had it's like a ringer you know yeah. and it's like brown and like light brown and then in like felt letters says i need a nap Wow. Like stupid stuff like that. But that that time frame, those shirts were like, they kind of came off, they, they were popping for a minute. Yeah, yeah, sure. I had one with a giant robot and it said, all my friends are metal. <laughs> I wore that several times. No, but you, you had another shirt, Colin. Because yeah, this so, came up in conversation. Yeah, so, yeah, I was getting there. Sorry, uh, I ruined it. Uh, Jeff was sending me some. You were sending me some, Jeff. I'm saying like, yeah, Jeff. Hey, uh, you were sending me some texts of like funny novelty shirts and I was and I said if I ever get to the I was like please kill me if I get to the point where I'm wearing like novelty dad shirts because I just think it's stupid I I, no no dig on anybody who digs it it's just not my thing it's not my vibe I'm mostly band shirts (laughs) so yeah um but um my sister-in-law we were uh we were where were we Oh, I went up to to Michigan to hang out with my family, and my sister-in-law gave my brother and I both of these T-shirts that said Funkle, like <laughs> F-U-N, and then like a dot, and then C, and then a dot, and then L-E, so it's like a d- definition, and it's like, it says noun underneath, and it's like something like a man who... Uh, is much better looking than my dad or some, something like, or, or much better looking than your dad. I don't remember what it said, but uh, my brother and I, like, we were both like, thanks. And then like, and laughed. I mean, it's funny. The shirt was funny, but uh, um, as soon as like she walked out of the room, he and I looked at each other like, well, not going to wear this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't have to say it though. Like he, he, my brother and I like, we were think we knew we were thinking the exact same thing. Like, nope. Cause my brother only wears like mountain bike brand shirts and shit like that. So Trek. Well, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Know. Jumpy boys. Um, no. So th- that whole time frame that I was talking about, like it, it was more acceptable to wear shirts like that back then. Um, there was just lots of things that were going on back then. I, I love looking back at old trends now. I'm not necessarily embarrassed of any of them, to be honest. But I, when I started talking about that, all my friends are metal, the robot shirt, I know for a fact that there's a picture of me. I was playing a show at Trenton's Fisherman Club up near Cincinnati. And I had on the all my friends are metal. And it was a black, probably youth large shirt with um green like lime green and because it's you yeah dude because it's youth large it definitely wasn't coming past my waist i can't believe we did that i I had a lime green belt on oh and i had green fingerless gloves oh i mean that the band i was in at the time it was like please tell me you had neon green strings on your guitar i did not damn it no damn it damn if you know i would have been i would have totally been down with it had i known those were a thing back then but the band i was in was like probably 90% open notes. Um, just lots of patterns and chunks. And like, to be honest, the glove, it felt good on my hand. Like, yeah, it felt good. It was not bad. So that's why I did that. That's hilarious. I, I, I get what you're saying too. Like, I do think all that stuff is super stupid, but I don't, I don't regret it all, man. I mean, it was like, it was the time we did a thing. I look at cringy pictures of me wearing youth larges. I can't believe I just, I wear an adult large and I haven't grown that much in height since I, I was 20 years old. I'm How is I wearing thing. youth large shirts that are like, you know, 
I don't get it. They're like little squares. <laughs> I think, uh, okay, so I've been married going on three years. I had a need to pull out my, my suit the other day. I went to put that fucking thing on. I looked at my wife and said, my suit from the wedding doesn't fit me. Ooh. Like, I can't even, first of all, every bit of me just got larger. It was like, I'm trying to think of like how to describe it. Like, it, there's not one part that just, that got drastically larger. Like, my stomach didn't gain all the weight. But I am collectively about 35 pounds heavier. And what happened was my entire being just has a little extra all just over went, it. Yeah, I just pl- I just somebody blew me up like <laughs> like a bike pump. Just blew me up a hair because I could not even get my arm Ooh. in the fucking arm thing. I got it in and I was like, it got up to my shoulder, and I was like, man, this is fucking wild. And that's only from a couple years ago. So Dude. I have no idea how I used to fit in that shit either because I like you. I either wear a medium, a properly proportioned medium. Uh, so not a slim fit, or I wear a large. I like to wear like the large slim fits, so they got a little length to them. See, my thing is like I can I can wear a medium, except for if it's if it's too slim in the midsection, I get a little. This is a medium. I mean, but you got the pecs, and I don't have. But the pecs. I don't really have pecs. I'm just a man. You got more than I do. I got moobs. And uh, so, you know, I can wear a decent medium before it's washed. <laughs> Oh yeah. So I can wear a decent yeah. medium one time and it looks amazing. I've learned I've learned what that feels like when I try it on. I go, okay, this looks great, but it'll shrink. Mm-hmm. So I gotta find the one that looks a little less than great right then. And then I gotta hope that it doesn't shrink upward. Because yeah. that's the problem I get in with mediums because of my moves. Uh it brings it up, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've been trying to, I've been trying to hit the gym more, take care of myself. I'm trying to eat a little better. I'm look, instead of drinking an entire six pack today, we, I have one beer down here. So that is a calorie. Uh, and I have one Coke Zero. <laughs> See, we even that's we even keep Coke Zeros in the house. I was drunk all weekend, so like I went camping. <laughs> Let me give a little context. <laughs> I haven't drunk for three days. Uh, no, uh, we went camping over the weekend, and it was much needed. Uh, but yeah, I definitely need a few days off of the you, sauce. You do a lot of things over the weekend. Like there's been several times where we're going to record and then you're like, Oh, I'm doing this thing over the weekend. And I realize like how little of shit I do. You but know, I think, I think you have three kids that are all capable of doing stuff or did you leave them with someone and go? No, they, came with, they came with us. See, we still have, uh, Eloise is under two. So can, it's you, like, you can do it. Nah, nah. She's dude, dude, dude. she's wicked prissy. Three years ago, we, uh, went camping actually the same, the same spot. Uh, Funny, a funny story about that. Um, I have some good camping stuff. Uh, I have none. Uh, but um, I meant good camping stories from this weekend. Good oh, camping okay. stuff. I do have good camping stuff though too. Um, but uh, now I lost my fucking train of. Th- oh yeah, three, three so years we, ago. we we were camping at this at Buck Creek State Park over in Springfield. Really nice state park if you're in Springfield, Ohio area. It's very nice. Anyway, uh, like three years ago, and it was in October. We often go camping for my best friend's birthday in the end of October, and it's it's chilly. It's generally chilly. It's usually fifty five in the day, maybe upper thirties, lower forties at night. Mm-hmm. No big deal. And uh, you know, get a bunch of blankets and sleeping bags and and layers. And uh, but this weekend we had we had it all planned out. We had every, like we had other friends coming in from out of town to go camping with us and stuff like that. And like the temperature just dove that week, and uh, it was fifteen degrees overnight. 
it was like 40 during the day. Like this weekend, but no, a, no, couple, no, a couple- Three years ago yeah, okay. in October. It was October. Uh, but okay, uh, okay. I was telling you how you can take your kids camping uh, because we went that weekend with all three kids, 15 degrees overnight. Uh, um, our youngest was four. Uh, so I guess- Yeah, yeah see, we're still I, I just this, need a couple years. Yeah, but that, I mean, that, that was crazy though. Like we just- doubled the kids layers like their long johns and stuff like that and then we brought like every comforter we had in the house and we put two air mattresses next to each other in our tent and then just basically slept in a giant pile of blankets and coats and sleeping bags and people wow. my, my family only <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like the whole campground they just put all their shit in the middle and everybody slept together um that'd be creepy um no so we haven't we haven't really done many like trips or anything like that with Eloise yet, but we are actually taking her to Florida. We're flying to Florida in July, I think it is. Nice. Um, so that'd be cool. I haven't seen uh, my brother and his family, my nieces and nephews and stuff. I, I haven't seen them in a couple of years now. So it'd be great. And he's got a pool and he lives like, I don't know, a mile and a half from the beach. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. I think for us with like doing stuff a lot, because it, it, in, especially the last few years, we've we've started to like, go do more stuff as a family. And mm. it is also nice. Like we have a lot of like, our parents are all like really cool with like, Oh yeah, we'll take the kids for the weekends. You guys can go do a thing or, you know, um, but it's, there is the point where, you know, our kids are just old enough that we can easily do stuff like that. But I will say that also six years ago, seven years ago, you know, we were just, weren't in a place where we could like afford to go, pack up and go for the weekend you know uh-huh. what i mean you know now it's like now now you're the creative director <laughs> no i'm now not saying i'm a, i'm not saying i'm a man of means <laughs> but now that we are have our shit a little bit more together it's a lot easier for us to just kind of like do stuff so that's i mean that's nice yeah um <clears throat> so i said i started to say earlier um i've been trying to take care of myself a little more oh yeah sorry no, it's fine. I, it, I thought of something else. Um, this is not necessarily taking care of myself. And one might even argue that this is the opposite of taking care of yourself. But I have a confession. What's that? Oh, God. Does I, it involve Taco Bell? Oh, no, but I got a good story about that, too. Um, this motherfucker. Yeah, I know. I'm like constantly. Has texted me a picture of eating Taco Bell almost every day for the last week. Yeah, we put that shit. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna, like to switch to that story real quick. We put that on hold because I went there to get Taco Bell breakfast. Uh, I want to say maybe Saturday or something. The day that I I text you the picture of me being in the drive through, whatever day that was, um, I get back here and my wife bites in and immediately bleh, comes back out and I was like, "What happened?" She's like, "There's meat on that." <laughs> so now she's fucking scarred and oh, she doesn't want to. She Taco Bell made her sell out. Yeah. Ah! So now she bit into a sausage patty and it's fucking everything up because I still want Taco Bell. And we did get it one more time after that. And and I made sure that they didn't put meat on it, but she gets it and she like nibbles it and she looks inside and she's peeling back layers. And now she's like, I can't even enjoy this because I'm so anxious that there's going to be meat in this. That one fucking time, Scarter. So do you, and I know you have something, the story you're going to tell, but no, okay. uh, do you... Do you, uh, I feel like we talked about this once a couple weeks ago, but you guys don't have cra- like crazy, like, like, do, is anybody in your family, like it has to be a certain way, like, like special order stuff from like 
fast food joints and stuff. Oh, dude, you don't remember talking about this on the podcast, but I told you that sometimes it's so embarrassing. I have to go in and explain the order. Oh yeah, My so we did, we did talk about that, but okay, okay, so we did talk about it, um, but I do remember talking about it now. But uh, just that, you know, that she inspects it and all this stuff, and I just yeah. think like every single time. I, I get fast food for my family. I have to pull over and I have to take everything out one by one, open it up, make sure no it's way. right. Oh my God. Because dude, I don't know what it is. Something about my children, especially one of them who happens to be the middle child. Um, dude, if he doesn't get the right order, it's like I fucking cut his hand off or something like that or spit on his mother's grave. Uh, she'd have to die first. Was using a figure of speech. R.I.P.C.C. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Hayden's, he's actually very easygoing. And Eloise just wants to eat whatever you're eating. Like, it doesn't matter. She could literally have the same thing in her bowl or tray or anything in her hand. And she'd be like, uh. she'll set it down and be like, eh. And like, try, try and come get mine. So we've, what we do now, for the most part, is we just, you know, whatever I'm making food or whatever I'm getting, I just get more or make more or put more on Amy's plate and she feeds always. She's all good in that regard. Um, shit. I'm not going to go back to the other story yet. I'm just, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to leave everybody in anticipation of what my... Uh, it's because you don't remember what you were No, no, I know exactly oh, what it was. Oh, 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 oh. I know exactly what it was, but I have a confession and I'm just going to make people wait for my confession. Mm-hmm. Um, I am definitely the person that'll get fast food and... If it's like fucked up or the patty's like hanging off the side or something, if it's like a burger or whatever it is, I fix it all. I fucking, I will open it up and I'll put the lettuce back where it goes and I will, I'll take the pickles and you know, the fuckhead just grabbed like seven pickles and threw them on there, but they're all in like a stack, right? I assemble them in a manner so I'll get pickle in every bite. Dude, I, I feel like preparation and presentation is key. But this is for your own. This is for my own. Okay. You're no, not like opening up your family's like, mm-hmm. no, fuck that. Um, they're on their own. <laughs> I feel like it tastes better when it's like, when you're getting all the flavors, because, okay, that's also my problem with Chipotle, when you get a burrito, is when you bite into it and it's like, oh, that was a glob of rice. I'm not getting any sour cream. And then you get to the end and it's like, oh, I have no, anything, I have nothing left except sour cream and shell. Okay, I, I was going to say, I think that's like, I like the food journey of eating a Chipotle burrito, for instance, you know, like. You, you want to go through layers, though? Layers of- As you start to get towards the middle, you get more of the salsa and then less of the salsa as you get towards the end. But now, if it's a condiment that is all just, like, stuffed to one end, yeah, fuck that. I am so fucking bougie, apparently, because when I go in, I go, will you mix that? I make them mix it. <laughs> they, dude, they have special forks and, like, they always have something down in that salsa area, whether it's, like, forks or lids. <laughs> Sometimes they have lids and they'll fucking toss my burrito before they fold that bitch up. It tastes better that way. I like all the ingredients together. Nobody wants to eat through layers like that. It's not fucking bean dip. Don't say nobody because I like it. I don't believe you. I feel like you're just saying that. It's not bean dip. Nobody wants to eat through seven layers. You just want to... When you make dinner, Uh like like meat (laughs) and potatoes and and 
another vegetable. Okay. If you're given a plate of that, do you just stir it all up into one big pile? No, because it's not meant to be. Those are separate things. That is main and sides. Your burrito is not comprised of main and sides. You should not eat through the chicken to get to the corn. All right. Okay. I mean, like, <laughs> this is awesome. I love that we're arguing about yeah, something no. so stupid. <laughs> okay. Let me back up then. When you go to Subway mm-hmm. and they put all your stuff on. Do you say, can you mix that up and then put it back in the... Of course not. That's supposed to be in layers. (laughs) So it's specifically burritos. It's mainly burritos. That's where I have the (laughs) hardest time. And I also refuse to eat corn by itself, and I don't eat mashed potatoes by themselves. I got to have corn and mashed potatoes together, and I scoop the potato, and I dip it in the corn. I don't mix it. Oh. Yeah, I take it, and it's like sticky, and I like stick the corn to it, and then... The corn hits my. You know what I like to do? First. What I've liked to do since I was a kid. Well, my, my grandpa, my grandpa does this. Is he plops a big ass pile of mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. then sticks a spoon down the middle, makes a little divot, yeah. throws a, a little piece of butter in there. Okay. And then scoops his corn and puts it on top of that, and then just kind of eats along the side. Yeah, I can see that. It's I, like I, a corn not, volcano. I used to, and Kyle could testify to this. I used to be the person that. 100% could only focus on one thing at a time, like one section of food. So, for example, meat and potatoes. Would you like make sure they're like totally They could not, not fucking touch. I didn't want anything touching. I and I would eat Sierra's all like that. 100% of something before moving on to the other thing. Sierra's like that. So then I had to prioritize my food. Like what did I, you know, what happens if I get towards the end and I'm full? What do I care least about? Right. I eat that fucker last. Which is hit or miss right because what if i get down and then i eat that last and it's the last thing i tasted now i got the worst taste in my mouth you're supposed to to get that stuff out of the way first to an extent well first of all i don't put anything on my plate i won't eat i'm just you know fuck it i just know shit back up when you i was a broke boy when you said well same uh when you said uh that if the burger is off kilter yeah you fix that shit when you first said it i literally thought you meant like you walked back into the restaurant and you said, what the fuck is this? And yeah. pointed at the picture. Like, that's what I thought you meant. And I was like, God, oh no. man, what an asshole. I, I fucking love that you just brought that up. Cause that just triggered a memory. Uh, so I was at work and this, my coworker was describing the process of him buying his current Jeep. Okay. So he's going in and he's, He's picking, or it's a used Jeep, I'm pretty sure. And he's like, wow, this is perfect, except for I don't like these seats, right? And they're like, oh, no problem. We will get you some seat covers. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, this is a nice Jeep. I'm not fucking putting seat covers on it. And they're like, what? no. What kind of fucking salesman would say well, that? I know, right? So they're like, no. The salesman's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Like, this is not the seat covers from the 80s. Like, nowadays... It, they fucking look like seats. Hmm. Like, let me show you some pictures. So he pulls up the site. He's showing them the pictures. And he goes, wow, that actually really does look really nice. Like, you can't even tell there's a covers. You know what? Do me a favor. Um, pull, up, pull up Burger King's menu. And then the guy goes, okay. So he pulls up Burger King. goes, see that Whopper? He's like, when's the last time you got a Whopper that looked like that? Pictures are deceiving. I don't want seat covers. Dude, he fucking flipped it on him. And I, it blew my mind because I cannot wait to use that same thing. 
I, I dare somebody to tell me, no, it'll be fine. Look at these pictures because I am fucking stealing that move 100%. That is good. Wasn't that good? That's good. You didn't even see where I was going with that. You were just I like, did not. Right. I, was like, I was like, is he about to tell me that this these seats were awesome? No. I mean, honestly, I'd fuck with some seat covers. Like, my seats are garbage right now. I need to get my car detailed. That's what I need. We all do. Do you fuck with that? Have uh, you, or should I say, have you ever fucked with that? Yeah. Really? Well, not for myself. My car is a shithole. Um, it, uh, not a shithole. I saw, I saw somebody at the, at Taco Bell the other day pulling out of the Taco Bell drive-thru. Ah, you were partaking and, in the bell? And she was some lady driving a shitty old little Toyota Camry and I'm no, no joke. Her passenger seat was piled up to her shoulder with fast food trash. I'm not saying my car's a shithole like that, but <laughs> like I was looking at a light on the way here, looking at my Jeep and like, there's like dust all over like the console, like underneath that I couldn't see. I... I mean, I drove here with a Bluetooth speaker in my Jeep <laughs> because I have a big yeah. hole in my I have I a big hole in my dashboard where the stereo is supposed to be. I love that. You showed up and like I'm used to you like opening the door and you're holding a six pack. I today I opened the door and you was like, Do you have a micro USB? <laughs> I was like, What? You're like, I want to charge this while we podcast. I was like, fuck. <laughs> it was like this and it's 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 a gnarly speaker. Is it like weatherproof, waterproof? I don't. I don't. I, I didn't know that until this weekend when we were camping. It's a JBL Charge Three. I think the Charge Four is out now. Boom! But uh, it is hands down the best Bluetooth speaker I've ever owned, and it sounds amazing at any volume. Has two woofers on the sides, and it you, it's like good bass response, even like sitting outside. And I sound like such a dork right now. I'm talking no. about Bluetooth speakers. I, anyway, I'm, I'm remembering. I'm remembering when you said, "Oh, it's actually nice to not have any music in my car." And then oh, yeah. you've given up on that. You're like, "Fuck it, I need woofers." No, I literally I woofers. No, I literally made that decision. I left and I got halfway down the street, and I was like, "You know, it's a really nice night." And I got the top off the Jeep, and I'm riding up the byway up to Jeff's place. I'm gonna have some music. So then I went and got the speaker. So, so you had it out in the elements this week. Yeah, we were camping, and and you know it wasn't supposed to rain. And uh, Saturday night, in the middle of the night, there was a pop up, like pretty hard thunderstorm, mm. and uh, and um, sat out in the rain like all night. And I, I I think it rained for hours. And uh, um, got up the next morning, w- wiped it off with a towel real quick, and popped it back on, and started playing music immediately. <laughs> It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> like no problem. And there's like a there's like a really tightly sealed like rubber cover that covers the the Charge jacks and, and stuff. Um but no, yeah. It, I highly recommend it. We had some pretty gnarly weather since we last podcasted. Just in Ohio in general. We had some it, I mean, it was fucking bad here and uh we had constant sirens going off and you know, like a true Ohioan, I didn't go to the basement. I actually stood at the door and was watching for it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I feel that. I, I'm i generally, like, really um, uh, nonchalant about that stuff. Mm. Um, sp- mostly because, like, with the tornado sirens and tornado watches and warnings. For one, am I crazy? When we were a kid, tornado warning meant, like, touchdown. Now it's a little rotation in the clouds. Yeah, but the, it's amazing how fast those go from a little no, rotation I know, I to know. fucking touchdown. I know. So, I just feel so like give it, me all the warnings. Let me go throw I, my baby in the cellar. I feel like it's changed though. Um, you like how I worded that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> throw your baby in throw the cellar. Throw my baby in the cellar. Boom. Um, but uh, you know, I'm normally I don't really, especially because we live 
within the outer belt. I mean, you live out of town mm. and out where it's it's a flatter, yeah. And B, um, out here in the sticks, it's like damn, out, damn, sorry, I'm dude. Sorry, I'm sorry, fuck. But out here, you know, the temperature is generally like two or three degrees cooler than it is in the city. Mm. Uh, the wind has different vibes because there's less blocking it and stuff like that. And you know, so I know that like the chance of a tornado hitting hard in where I live is slim. Uh, so I generally, yeah, but if it, if it ever does, it's going to fuck the city up because oh, houses agree. are like, I yeah, mean, they're I, right I, next I to each other. But I, this, this weekend or last week when that happened though, I, you know, it was still up. It was like midnight and I knew I had heard that Dayton got it real yeah, bad. Yeah, they got it bad. And, uh, I had heard they got it bad and that's, you know, direct shot. And so when the sirens started going off, I was like, oh, you know, I should probably at least mm. turn the news on and see what That's the what we scoop did. is. So I turned the news on and immediately, like two seconds after I turned it on, the weather guy goes. And we're seeing some heavy rotation directly above the Ohio State University right now. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that's a yeah. mile from my house. Yeah. So I'm like, well, let's get the kids up. And I'll tell you what, man. My oldest is he has anxiety. Mm. and uh like clinical anxiety so he's already like really freaked out about stuff a lot and but especially when it comes to weather like if it's like a little bit more than breezy he's always like do we have to have the windows open and you know stuff like like he 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 freaks about weather and it sucks because i really like weather and i really like bad weather and um but i'll tell you what man waking the, the other two kids woke up easily they're like oh i hear sirens and they went downstairs but he was like out cold, like dead cold. And so it took me a significant amount to wake him just to get him out of bed. Should have just carried him down there. I tried, but he was just like like dead the way weight. he was shaping the way he was shaped in his bed and the see? dead weight. There's a there's another reason you need to go to the gym more. Yeah, that's that, true. See? It, and anyway. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that. That's that's from um, the sticks comment. Ooh. And um Anyway, so it like took me a minute just to wake him up enough to get him to get up out of bed, but I don't think he like was awake until like we were down in the basement. Yeah, and and to watch your really anxious son, who's especially anxious about weather, slowly wake up and slowly understand what's going on. Oh my god, that was so heartbreaking because he was like so confused as to why up why he was up, and then as soon as I told him it was a tornado warning, and then he looked around and realized he was in the basement. He was just, I mean, it was just like all, you just felt it just go, just take over. Dude, mm-hmm. that was brutal. Brutal. Yeah, I, uh, Took forever to go back to sleep. I have a pretty good amount of friends in Dayton, and I was, you know, hoping for, for hoping for their safety. And then, you know, I'm looking at everybody's Instagram, like, day after, and, and people are riding around and showing, you know, footage of it. And it's, it's different when you see it on your friend's Instagram feed from their neighborhood than when you see yeah. something worse on the news. Like, you see it on the news, and you're like, ah, I don't know why, but I, I'm, I think everybody's a little dis- desensitized to, like, things they see on the news. But when you start seeing your friend's Instagrams posting these things, you realize how actual close it was. Yeah. Uh, and then shout out to Big Mies. Um, he lives here now, but he's from Dayton. He volunteered time to go back and, uh, nice. you know, clean up some trees and, you know, do man shit and stuff like that. Um, I'm that, gonna, that comedian, real quick, that comedian uh, Mike Burbiglia or something like that, mm-hmm. um, he was on that show, Orange is the New Black and stuff. Uh, I saw he, like, tweeted, like, that he um, donated $1,000 to uh, the Dayton Food Bank. 
because one dollar is six meals. He's like, I just download, oh, wow. I just download, I download it. I just uh, uh, donated a thousand dollars, and that's six thousand meals. And saying like, hey, as a comedian and uh, or entertainer of my stature, like that's no problem for me. Yeah, giving a thousand dollars. So then he started tweeting at other comedians and celebrities and saying, "Will you match a thousand dollars?" Like it's no big deal. Yeah. And that's six thousand meals, and like an hour later, two hours later, they had over thirty grand. Wow. And it was like Jimmy Kimmel, Jim Gaffigan, uh, John Mulaney. I mean, it was just like, it was just boom, Judd Apatow. I mean, it was just boom, 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 boom. It was awesome. That's awesome. That's so sweet. Dayton's been in the news a few times recently uh, because there was that, what was it, white supremacist rally or whatever? That was, <laughs> Losers. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if the fucking- Losers. I was looking for the right word to say. I was going to say rally, but like, can you even call it a rally for, with nine people or six or nine people? There was like nine people and then there was like 900 protesters. <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah, the counter, counter like protests were far outnumbering and most of them were very peaceful. There were zero arrests and I read something about how much they spent. They, they spent like, you know, close to a million or something preparing with extra cops and stuff like that for nine fucking people that weren't even from Ohio. They were from like Indiana or something. You know, and I'm not really big on protests. Not, I, let me say this. I think protesting is cool and that's your right to free speech and expression and stuff. So, and I do believe that that stuff works. Let me just back up. But I feel like right now in our hyper-partisan culture, Right now where everything around us is telling us that we have to hate the person who doesn't believe the way we do. It just, you know, this stuff is a is a hotbed for violence mm-hmm. and for, you know, to, to take that protest to a level where I feel like it shouldn't go. Some people might disagree with me and say that, hey, right now, violence is the only way to go. I disagree with that. But that being said, fuck those guys. And oh, yeah. I'm so fucking glad that that was terrible. And Absolutely. I'm so fucking glad so many counter protesters showed up. Yeah, and there there were a number of uh, a number of businesses that were open and very outspoken about being, uh, for lack of a better term, I, I don't necessarily like the term safe space, but they were outspoken about being a safe space. Um, you know, if you wanted to just stay away from downtown. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. There, yeah, totally. And but and on the flip side of that, there was some record store downtown Dayton, like right around where this was happening, and they put a sign out front that so it was like Nazi punks fuck off, and oh, it was like shit. not welcome. I mean, it was like the exact opposite. It was like it was like yeah, it's sure it's a safe space if you're not a sure. racist piece of shit, but it was like calling them racist pieces of shit. No, basically. that's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so I think I'm finally ready to let on. Do what, it. What? What's your fucking, confession, dude? I went tanning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that worth the wait or what? Oh my god! Was that worth it? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that is too much, man. No, it's you, it's actually. You know what the best part was? When I went the second time. Oh my! God. <laughs> so yeah, dude. So uh, all right. So I have this. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a second. I'm gonna give you a second to let oh this my fucking god. Shit soak in. That I, I mean, don't. I was not. I did not see <laughs> I know, that coming. I know. I, I know, did not. See I know that, that most people won't. No, I burn so fucking easily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing you. I uh, oh, I burn man. so easily. I'm so uh, I don't know. Fair complected, I guess. And 
I, I mentioned that I'm going to Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So somewhere in my brain, I was like, got to get a base tan. Prime the pump. Got, yeah, exactly. Got to get a base tan. And uh, the past couple of times that I've gone outside and like extended, you know, doing yard work and shit like that, I've gotten so fucking burnt. I was like, I can't find the middle ground. I cannot find the fucking middle ground and just not be burnt as shit or not be pale as shit. So I was like, I got to figure this out. So I have this gym membership through my work that allows me to go to like, (laughs) dude, chill out. I have this gym membership through work that allows me to go like a whole network of gyms. I don't have to go to one gym. One of the gyms is a Planet Fitness. Mm -hmm. With this membership, I get what's called the black card, which I get to use the fucking massage beds and the hydro jets and all this crazy shit. There's even this weird thing that looks like an egg that you like lay in and it's like- Is that sensory deprivation shit? It's something like that, yeah. It's it's called like the Soma Fit or something. It's like a meditation chamber. Yeah. I haven't gone in that shit yet, but that's- I hear that shit's crazy. I'm going to do the salt floating thing too. Oh, I thought that was the, I thought that's no, this that one's was. not the, flo- I, I got a story about that, but it's not the floaty thing. But anyway, so I tell the lady, I go, Hey, wh- what, what's the deal with these beds? And she's like, uh, well, the max time is nine minutes. I said, okay, so they're probably pretty fucking strong. Cause I remember tanning like a long time ago. Like when I was, dude, I know stop looking at me like that. Uh, when I was going on a different trip, <laughs> you made and, me hit the fucking mic for the first time. They tonight. did. I, I hit the cord like three times. Um, <laughs> And it was like 15 or 20 minutes. And so I was like, damn, these must be strong beds. Like, let me get four. I'll take four minutes. And it was a stand-up bed. And I went in and I was like tanning and shit. I got out of it and I was like, dude, I don't feel like anything fucking happened. Like nothing happened. I go home. I wake up the next day. My whole fucking stomach is burnt. Burnt? Burnt. (laughs) Four fucking minutes in this thing. And I was like, oh my God. (coughs) Apparently I need to go like two minutes or something. So I wait until- You do the, look pretty tan though. Well, nice I've been tan. doing a shit ton of yard work. I thought but, you'd be like, I've been doing a shit ton of tanning. No, no, no. So I did I did that. And then like, I give it a few days because like, fuck, I don't want to get burnt anymore than I'm already burnt. I give it a few days and I'm there and it's really late. And I'm like, what's up? Let me get three minutes. So I did three minutes. And then I got out of that and I was like, oh, I feel fine. Woke up the next day, was a little red. I'm like, oh my God. Three fucking minutes. This is crazy. Um, and then after that, I've been walking the neighborhood a shit ton, taking the dog on walks, uh, doing a lot of landscaping. I mean, you saw the patio. There's the landscaping bed all around it and down the side of the house and planted some flowers over here. And we're like cleaning up landscaping. So I've been outside a lot. That's why I look semi-tan. It's not the tanning bed. The tanning bed only makes me red. Like so Dude, far, I haven't figured it out. That was the best. <laughs> that was my tan. I was just like picturing you put on those little teeny glasses and, and I, dude, they hand them to me. I just hung them on the door. I didn't put them on. <laughs> I just kept my eyes closed. That was it. I, what the fuck? I, I don't understand the difference. If I put those things on, I'm just gonna have weird tan eyes, like with nothing there, and people are gonna look at me and be like, "Oh, this motherfucker tans because he's got the tanning goggles." So I did not put them on. I don't know what that does to me. I will say though, the only thing that could have made that worse <laughs> is if when I just said you do have a pretty nice tan going and you told me that it was like self tanner or like spray tan. That's the only way that could have been worse. No, no. I, I, okay. So I, I, I was curious. I was like, do I, you know, is this base thing a real thing? So I actually Googled, should I get a, a base tan? <laughs> should I get a base tan before I go into a tropical area or like Florida or anything? And I found this fucking website. It was like, no, 
it does nothing for you. That's funny. And yeah. And then like I did all this research on like, I'm about to fuck it up for a minute. I'm going to fuck you up. I'm mess up your brain. There are two different types of UV rays. There's UVA and UVB. Sure. B burns you. UVB. I remember it because it's B burn. It tans the superficial outside part of your shit. And then A, those before I was, con- you know, I called those awesome. UV awesome rays. And okay. those tanned the deeper layers and then your tan would show up like two or three days later so So you're tan deep in your heart now nah man apparently that's the fucking worst for you like my friend candy you know candy okay she used to work at a tanning salon and so like i asked her all this advice one time i'm like what the fuck do i need she's like make sure they have uva it takes a couple days for it to show up but it's a deeper tan it lasts longer blah blah we scarred tandy isn't (laughs) right is is that is that like what gives you cancer Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like A is like so fucking bad for you. It's like, it's really bad. And all these things that I've always thought about tanning, like you got to get a base tan and shit and it'll help you from burning. It's fucking bullshit. It's not even real. So those are the people who end up looking like leather purses when they're yeah, 60 dude, or 40. Dude, uh, my wife's, she's going to kill me for telling this story. So my wife's grandma, um, it was like one of the first family functions I went to and it was like a birthday party for Hayden and in walks the leatheriest leather face like woman and she had on you remember how we talked about jeans from the buckle <laughs> having like yeah. like sequins and shit mm-hmm. well she had on a jean skirt hell yeah and she a did. jean top hell yeah she did and a fucking did. cowboy hat Woo! and she was pushing, was it bedazzled yes okay and she was leather as fuck and she was pushing a stroller with two poodles and they had bows and their nails painted. And I said, <clears throat> I'm going to need you to tell me the story of this lady because she is officially my favorite person I've ever seen in Ohio. And she's like, oh my God, that's my grandma. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I was and like, I was like, he started this by saying her grandma, but I was like, that's not her grandma. It was totally her grandma. Grandma lives in like Arizona or something. So she's like mad leathery because Arizona sun and stuff. Yeah. And was just having to be in town, and she was toting these poodles around in a fucking uh, baby carrier. That's amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. You know, see, I am blessed with I have more olivey skin, mm-hmm. and uh, I a ha- I'm half Finnish. I'll be done soon. Oh, you know how many times I've used that joke my whole life? Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot. A lot. Uh, anyway, I'm half Finn, and um, but my Finn people are the Suomi tribes, like the tribesmen. They're the they're like Eskimos. They're they're basically like Scandinavian Eskimos, uh, indigenous folk. And so we are the browner skin. And I'll tell you what, man, I I do burn, but I tan really well, really, real well, really easy. Uh, Miles is like that, and Beatrice is like that. Rowan, not so much. Rowan got, is like Sierra. We got a GTL. GTL together. I'm not tanning. <laughs> Why? At a fucking gym. <laughs> Why? It's not happening, man. You can come as my guest. Nope. Why? I will b- gladly use all the other black card things, like the like, massage bed and shit. Happy endings and oh oh. I'm just kidding. That's just kidding. uh that's the pink card membership. No, um, I you know what? I feel like uh something that I was kind of queuing up for my trivial thing. It it kind of 
I feel like it kind of goes along with this. I'm just going to blurt mine out now. Right. Let's do this shit right in the middle. Like, this is, uh, what episode is this? This is nine? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- we were going to celebrate. You're obviously not drinking, so it's not the G&Ts, right? Mm-mm. So let's just celebrate by doing uh, trivial things early. We could do some good episode 10 celebrating. Yeah, let's do that. I, I also got to change up what I'm doing for the YouTube thumbnails. Like, I was, like, going through the various colors and just doing a different color each time. And then I realized, like, there's not that many fucking colors. So then I got to this one, and because it was Pride Month, I said, fuck it. I'm going to make it rainbow. So I think for all of this month, I'm going to try and do some kind of rainbow cool. something or other. Um, my trivial thing that bothers me is people that wear sunglasses on the back of their head. Oh, that is that is that not, like, one of the most horrendous things? It's always a certain type of person, too. It's like the same person that shops at the buckle. It's, it's, it's also, and I'm, I'm one of these people be, because I'll, I'll, I'm not one of those people, oh, but okay. I'm one of these people, but they're the kind of people who, you know, take their glasses off and there's like an imprint on the side of their head. Oh, fuck yeah. And anybody but, who's fucking blind and needs glasses to live is that person. But when you, when you put them on backwards, then you have like a like line that comes out like right here. Mm. And yeah, it's stupid for one. Fuck you for doing that. Yeah. I feel like I uh, a lot of the things that bother me are a lot of the same type of person. Bas- and basically, like the type of person who lives all around you up here. Some <laughs> no, I actually I, I like weirdly love my neighborhood now. Like we were really we were like not feeling it at first. I told you that. Like we were uh, we got in here, loved the house, but was kind of like man, these fucking neighbors. Like there's no sense of community in this community. And so we were kind of like on on our way, like ready to just get out after like a year or two. And then all of a sudden, like started really, I think everybody opened up and like, there's a lot of awesome people in here. I can't like, now that we have the patio, I can't wait to invite neighbors over yeah. and just fucking drink. I'm burping everywhere. You're right. Uh, yeah. Just that Sunday, Monday is coming up. What? Harsh. Sunday, Monday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that. My beer, I was man. Like, what are you talking about? No, it, uh, <clears throat> I can't wait to have people But dude, over. people do that. Like, can't you just put on the top of your head? If it's that big of a deal, if if you're can't if, you just take the fucking things off? Can you just like take them off? Uh, but okay, but I'll back. Well, I'll back because I thought it, that was the first thing I thought of. It was like, can't you just like take them off and set them down? But yeah. then it's like, okay, if you really want to take them off, but you want to keep them on your person, put them in your pocket, or do the cool thing where you hang, hang them, them from your goddamn shirt. Yeah, put them on top of your head like every other human. If that being. shit's good enough for David Hasselhoff. It's good enough for you. I don't know why the fuck they're fucking around. All right, we should start a new thing now. If you see somebody in front of you, just like hook it. <laughs> Throw them on the ground and then walk away. Oh man! No, those are the kind of guys who would kick your kick my ass at least. Not me. No, not you. Absolutely not. I think we've established that I'm manly. Southside, Southside Columbus. I mean, it's been a while, but I still got it. I feel oh. like I still got it. I got a heavy bag right there. Never had it. <laughs> Don't <laughs> got it now. <laughs> Soft as Have baby shit over here. Ever been in a fist fight? No. Damn, just a hard no. Uh, like, did you get in a push in match or anything? Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've Is that like, a show. Yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've punched my brother, but like, he's four years younger than me, and like, oh, it yeah. was never like a fist fight, dude. If my and brother might, punched me, I would like, I'm not even sure I'd be capable of doing the podcast right now. Yeah, my brother would destroy me. Yeah. So, and he's younger than me. <laughs> um, but no, uh. No, I'm not a I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. I have I have I've gotten mad and I've gotten tough and I've pushed people around in defense of mm-hmm. 
stuff, but no. Yeah, I remember uh <clears throat> I remember arguing with my brother. Let's see. I must have been like mid-teens, which would have been my made my brother mid-20s, right? And I remember we were on 270. It was our outer belt and we were on our way to Golden Corral, like the buffet. And I don't know what the fuck he was doing. It was pissing me off though. He was doing something while driving and like and this is part of a larger conversation that we should have on the podcast, but he was, I think he was tailgating somebody like in the fast lane and he's like driving up on him. And I was trying to tell him like, stop being a fucking dick. Like get off this guy's ass. And he's screaming at me, like telling me like, no, like you don't even fucking drive. Who are you to tell me like how this works? Like this is the goddamn passing lane. I want to pass this fuckhead's just driving in it. So he's like being a dick. And so he and I get in an argument and I remember him going, you want me to stop this car and whoop your ass? <laughs> and I mean, we're on the freeway. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Why don't you do that shit? <coughs> yeah. And like, I was acting all tough. And then we got to golden crowd. I'm like, man, I'm about to eat three plates. What you going to eat? Like, <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I just pretended that none of that happened Yeah, because I'm, we, he, but I also never got my ass with my brothers because they were too old. You know, they were too old. They're not picking on somebody that's 11 or 13 years younger than him. Right. That's just not going to happen. Um, my mom commonly used my next brother up, the one I'm going to visit in Florida, always would use him as the authority, though. Like, once it got to a certain point where, like, her hits did nothing to me anymore or, like, her, like, whoopings or anything, she's like, ah, and I was just laughing at her. She's like, Johnny! I was like, oh, fuck. And he always did the same thing. He'd either snatch me up and like, you know, by my arm or something, or he would grab my bangs and just like, and just pull me around. He's like, you're going to, you know, you're going to behave, you're going to behave. And I'm like, yep, I'm behave, I'm behave. That's crazy. Yeah. I will say, you know, like I said, I have been, I've pushed people, um, especially, yeah, at shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If I feel like they're not respecting my wife or, or, you know, other, other people, um, but, um, uh, I do remember there was a time when I was very, very close to hitting somebody just because I was pissed off at them. And, um, it was, it was at the Al Rosa Villa and, and, you know, fuck that place. I'm just going to get it out there right now. Two thumbs way down. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, RIP dime. And, um, uh, but we were playing, uh, it was when I was in King's blood. It was my last show with King's blood and we were, uh, playing with crowbar. Okay. So oh, like, very nice. I'm like, so jazzed because one, it's my last show with the band. So it was like, it was like a nice fun, you know, send off. It's with like literally one of my favorite bands in the world. And, you know, as much as I hate that place, it was like playing on a stage with an awesome sound system. And, uh, so we were told we had 25 minutes and I double checked with the promoter before we played and, um, I knew how long our set was. I knew she, and she also told me how many songs we could play. And, uh, the sound guy before our second to last song was like over the monitor. It was like, this is your last song. And I just looked at him. And I was like, we got two more, <laughs> you know, I gave him the, I was like, we got two more, man. And, uh, he shook his head or something like that. And then we were like halfway or we were like towards the end of that second to last song. 
and he literally the sound guy came up to the front of the crowd and was looking at us going this is your last song and i and <laughs> we ended the song and got ready to play the last one and i he was yelling from the floor and i was like we like we were given a time i'm just and i was, and i looked around and i was like because I, I was mad at this point yeah. it's my last show emotions are high too you know just in general yeah, emotions are high and i'm like i look around and i was like I'm the drummer. I I'm in charge of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was just like, I was just like, click, click, click. And we just went into it. And did he shut your sound off? He fucking God, shut the sound motherfucker. off. Motherfucker. And, uh, I didn't. And yeah. I, he shut that off. And then we just, I just kept playing. I, I could hear guitar stage volume yeah. and all that. And I was like, fuck you, man. Like these I just are acoustic kept, drums. I just kept playing. And, uh, the, Set finished and I just, uh, microphone was right there. So I just like grabbed it and I, this was on video. I should see if I can find it, but I, you know, I grabbed the mic cause I just wanted to say really quick, like, thanks guys for letting me do this. I, this was fun, you know, and I wanted to thank everybody Yeah. and I was like talking and I'm like, and I just threw the microphone and I walk off the stage and, uh, he confronts me backstage, the sound guy and he's in my, like in my fucking grill mm -hmm. okay and he's just he's he's just like i told you you know your song was over and i said you know what man and i just just started cussing this dude out i was furious and uh my guitar player buddy mcfly do you know mcfly oh yeah this is a guy who spent all of the 1990s fighting oh, like yeah. this is a dude who's fucking had some fights i met him in a giant eagle going <laughs> I did not meet him in local music. I met him at Giant and, uh And he walks up and he goes, he, he, he walks up and grabs my shoulders and turns to me and he goes, go outside. And uh, I went outside and, and he, a few minutes later, he goes, he goes, you were right to be really mad, but I, you were making a fist and I could see the look you were giving. I knew what was going to happen and you didn't want, you didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I came close. Very nice. I've been in several, but those days are long <coughs> behind me, so I don't feel like even going into those stories. Uh, I'll tell the one quickly about McFly, though. So I was actually, I think I was living in Clintonville at the time, and I was, I want to say I was at the Clintonville Giant Eagle, the one that's like just past Ackerman. Yeah. Um, and I glance over, and I saw this like really nice tattoo on the calf, and I was like, oh shit, and I... I don't know who did it now, but I, I recognized it as something. And I was like, hey, did so-and-so do that tattoo? He's like, yeah. And uh, just got to chatting for two seconds and ended up being McFly. Oh, yeah. It, that's literally how I met him. And then I started seeing him at shows. I was like, oh, <coughs> shit. Like, met you at Giant Eagle. Um, at some point, we talked about ah, – we you talked about Heist or something. We, so we, I don't know what we talked about. Empire of Rats or something? Like whatever we talked about that came up, it reminded me, I also met Zach. I didn't meet him in local music either. I met him standing at German Village Music House. And Weird. he, yeah, he was like picking up a bass from Bill. I don't know if it just got set up or something. And I think I was dropping off a guitar to get set up. Hmm. And we just got talking about some shit and I was like, oh fuck, like you know like all my friends that's hilarious yeah i i didn't meet either one of those like at shows either of those people at shows but um i have a crazy fucking story 
Cool. And I, it, it's, it's also, I wasn't living in Clintonville at the time. I was living uh, above Jack and Benny. So like right at Hudson and high. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I could probably do an entire podcast. I always of, wondered what those apartments were like up there. They're just uh, normal. They're kind of like studio. The, there's a separate bathroom and then a big room that counts as everything. And then a little kitchen <laughs> studio. Um, and they're owned by the, the people that own them, the properties, the whatever properties, is also who owns Jack and Benny's. So you actually get a 10% discount if nice. you're in one of the apartments. I used to use that shit every time I was drunk. You get to cut to the front of the line on Sunday mornings? I would call down and say, hey, I'm upstairs in apartment, whatever. Um, can you do this? And then I would come down and pay for it. And nice. I just go take it back upstairs. Nice. Dude, best drunk food ever. Uh, or hungover food, I should say. Um, so when I was living there, it was common to not be able to park on Hudson certain times throughout summer and things like that because uh, they do street cleaning or whatever. So they had these restricted times and if I, and I couldn't park there overnight because it, the the no parking started like 7 and I didn't leave for work till like I don't know 8:30 or something like that. So I'd always park a street over. Mm-hmm. Um and there's that Taco Bell and then there's an AutoZone I think it is or O'Reilly. It's an O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. So I'd park on that street, cut through O'Reilly, cut through Taco Bell, go up to my apartment. Um, one time, you know, I park on the street and I'm walking across the O'Reilly area mm-hmm. and I see, a, I found a cell phone. I was like, oh shit. And so like, you know, the hood in me goes, take that. You can sell that. The good Samaritan in me goes, pick that up. Somebody lost their fucking cell phone. Like you, I'm sure you can look and find something in it, uh, to get it back to whomever owns it. I pick it up. It's, I don't know what it is. It's some type of Android. And at this time I was like an iPhone user. So it was probably, you know. You were like, I threw it in the trash. No, it wasn't that. I mean, it had a screen on it and shit like that. Like I could tell it was worth money, but I pick it up. It's dead. Uh, I take it back to my house and I had, I, I had something that would charge it. I don't know what I had, but you know, whatever it needed a micro USB. Micro USB. Yeah. You've got it. Well, shit, I got lots of them now. Everything's <laughs> got a fucking cord and a battery. But No, anyway, you have it because I'm charging my Bluetooth speaker. That's true. Upstairs. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I got lots of them mm-hmm. now. Back then, the only thing I had to charge anything was a fucking iPhone cable. And you know, it was that weird like 16-pin bullshit. Uh, anyway, so it was dead. I charge it. I'm letting it go. I look over. It's got some juice. I'm like, cool, let me look through this thing and see um, who I can get it back to. I found, you know, I'm scrolling through and there's like... There's all these random things like doctor so-and-so. And I'm like, man, this is probably like an old person's phone. Uh, I found mom. I call mom and I say, hey, I found this cell phone uh, in the O'Reilly Auto Parts store off of Hudson and High or whatever. Like, I'm just trying to get it back to whomever owns it. I don't know if it's your son or daughter, but, and I left a message, right? They call back. I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, uh, you know, I want to get to, I want to get this phone back to whomever. She starts fucking grilling me. Just like, just hitting me with questions. And they're like, they're asked so aggressively. And I was just like, look, lady, you know, I don't know what happened or what the circumstances are surrounding this phone. I'm just trying to do a good deed. You know, can you just cut the shit? And she's like, okay, I'm sorry. Yes, I would love to meet you. I would love to meet you and get this. Um, Where would you like to meet? And I said, well, I actually live right there. As I explained, I was walking through back to my apartment. You want to meet right there on the corner at the Taco Bell. I'll just, you know, just let me know when you're here and I'll walk outside. So, I, and I gave her my real phone number. Mm-hmm. So, she, you know, I get there or she gets there, calls me. I come outside and I give them the phone and they're like, you know, thank you so much. And th- there's this guy there and he's got like, 
like a cast on and all this shit. Apparently, what fucking happened was he got jumped. Like, bad, bad jumped. Right over in the alley. And what made me think of this is when I jokingly said, oh, I want a tornado story. I was like, oh, I'll throw my baby in the cellar. They fucking threw him down. You know those, like, cellar doors, like, on the outside of houses that's, like, mm-hmm. slanted? And you open it up. They beat the shit out of him, knocked him out unconscious, and threw him down in one right over there. That's why she was grilling you. That's why she was grilling me. She thought you were one of those. Thugs. Exactly. So apparently it had it actually happened a couple days before that. So that phone had been outside for like a couple days, which is fucking amazing that it was still in the same spot. Um, I don't I don't know how it ended up there. I don't know if somebody stole it from him and dropped it, or they was whooping his ass there and drug him over there. I don't know what it was, but that's why they were fucking grilling me. And she's like, she was like going in this whole like list of thing about all the health problems he has, and that made sense because there were so many doctors like saved in the phone. Then they tried to give me five dollars. I was like, I appreciate the gesture, but I'm, I'm good. I feel much better right. about returning this phone. It's, I feel more than five dollars satisfied. Um, plus, I got a great story out of it that someday I'll be able to tell on a podcast. Ten second story from that same intersection that also involves a uh, cell phone. Uh, maybe a year ago, was on my way home from a show and was turning left onto High Street from Hudson, uh, and my buddy was sitting in the passenger seat and I had the doors off the Jeep and I'm just turning left across the intersection there at Hudson and high. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh, Oh, Oh. And I'm like, what? And he goes, my, you turned the corner and my phone just went flying off my, oh, shit. off my lap into the street. It was literally directly in the center of Hudson and high. It was fine, but it was just really, it's funny. The first like three generations of smartphones I had, they took such a beating because when I would drive, I would set it on my lap and then I would just instinctively I'd open the door and just get out yep. every fucking time. I mean, at least the first three generations. And out of all that, I only broke one screen ever. iPhone 3GS. See, you know, I I broke one doing that. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I'm a designer, so I get really weird about, you know, like I have to have a case. On my phone because, oh, yeah. because I don't even leave the store anymore. Like, like I, you have to have a case on your phone. It's just the, the way it is. But I often think like I take the case off and it's just like, man, this is how Johnny Ive designed it. You know, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like as a designer, I'm like, I, I want to experience the phone the way it was designed to be held. They're too fucking thin. But every, the first time I did that, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to try. This was an iPhone 4. So it was when they got a little square. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, and it was when they had glass on the back too. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, I remember one night sitting around Sierra and being like, I had this case off my phone. I was just cleaning it off and stuff like that. I was like, I'm going to try and carry it like this. And she goes, I was like, just because this is the way it's, it just feels so much better. It's the way it was designed. It's the way Johnny would have intended it. And um, she goes, she goes, yeah, right. She's like, you will break that. I give it one day. I give it one day. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see about that. The next day I go to a client meeting and I get out of the car and it was between my legs on the seat. Boom. Destroyed. Front and back. Glass. <laughs> and when mine broke, it's because I got out of the car and it broke. I'm like, how can you not withstand this like th- two and a half foot drop? God, man, I got, I got, I got the... S- 
I told you so, so fucking hard. So what's your like, what's your case of choice? Do you have like a, a brand that you just are loyal to? No. Dude, honest, I do. What is it? Tech 21. I shit Send us some not. free shit, Tech 21. I, I don't even care. I'll gladly pay for a product that works as that. Okay. So when I switched to Android, it was around the Galaxy S5. Um, I have the S10 now. So that shows it's like five gens of phone back, right? Um, somebody told me when I got that phone, they're like, dude, you got, I, I said, I want a thin case. They're like, you got to get the Tech 21. I'm like, well, tell me about this Tech 21. And he's like, oh, it's made of, I don't know what the fuck. I'm going to, I'm going to fuck some shit up. But it, uh, impact disbursement technology, yeah. you know, like basically like when things hit other things, mm-hmm. some things are meant to take the hit and just protect. Well, how this works is it takes the force of the hit and disperses the energy around. Yeah. Right. Fucking cool. It's like football helmets and shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, cool. I get that dude. I have, I dropped that fucking phone off of everything. No cracks, no breaks. So when I got my seven, didn't leave the fucking place without it. 10, they didn't actually have them available. They weren't ready when the 10 came out. So I didn't, I left with that one, but I had a case on it day one. But dude, Tech 21 makes the best fucking cases. And they're so thin. I don't even know what this case is. I don't even know what this case is. Uh, Evutech? I don't know. This one. Evotech. Is that what it is? Look. Did it again. Yeah, you're, you're. Phone is constantly sending fucking communications back to aliens. Um, but you know, it for me, it's generally it has to be black. I don't really like anything that's not a black case. Um, and I want it to be as low profile as possible while mm. being as functional, protective as possible. And you know, it it helps. It helps that you know they're using better glass now. It also helps just with the overall grip because, like I was saying earlier, I can't. I cannot hold phones. Like, they're too fucking thin. I don't like it. I need something with grip. Uh, I'm also a stickler about, like, I like to slide my phone in and out of my pocket. So it can't be rubbery to the point where it, like, impacts the slide in and out of the pocket. Um, and, dude, I'm... Dude, mine's like... Mine's like cloth on the back. Let me feel that thing. But it ripped on the side, as you can I see. I feel it. Um, but... But I was saying, like, another thing that, like, because I've dropped this a lot mm. as an iPhone 10, and I, I've dropped this a lot, and I do think a big part of it is they're just using better oh, glass. Oh, way better now. glass. So, but way better glass. Um, speaking of my wife, I'm, I'm about to just change and, and talk about two quick wife stories. So, one, Colin, before we started the podcast, <laughs> I brewed a cup of coffee up there. Okay. While we've been here, I got a notification that it is at the desired temperature. When I get up there, I'm going to enjoy my coffee from my perfectly temperature-controlled mug uh, before we started the podcast. I get it. Yeah, that's fantastic, right? You know what's more fantastic? What? When I went upstairs to get the MacBook just now, uh, I couldn't get it because my wife was using it. But what was she doing? Buying me a just-because gift? It happens to be the ember travel mug so not only do i have one for home i now have one to take to and from work which is really fucking cool because in all reality i I probably would have picked that one to begin with Mm -hmm. but that thing's like 150 dollars or something it has like the uh digital readout on the side of the temperature so the only problem with that is everybody's gonna know that i drink my 
coffee at pussy temperatures. <laughs> like, they're gonna be like, oh, look at this fucker with his 130 <laughs> degree coffee. Yeah, so there's that, right? I'm, I'm pretty hype on that, actually. So shout out to my wife for the yeah, that's just sweet. because. Shout out to Amy for just because gifts. Just because. Um, and then the other thing, a funny story happened today. And this just goes like, this speaks to, I think all guys who are dating a woman or married or anything can feel this story. So she, she tells me about something, right? She goes X, Y, and Z. And I go, what? She's like, yeah, I sent you a screenshot and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, now I'm busted. Like, there's fucking digital proof that she did tell me about this thing. So I pull out my phone. I start looking, and I don't see it. And I'm thinking, like, oh, fuck, man. This is a, a case for why Apple is better than Samsung or Android. Like, holy shit, I didn't get her text. And then she goes, well, it it said it failed, but I sent it. And I go, fuck that. You didn't send it. <laughs> fuck that. Like, fuck that. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter if you if you sent it, she was using the, like, I sent it. It just failed. It, like I, I was supposed to still know about some shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. But that is like, that you, is some woman it. logic. You sent it and it failed. So you didn't resend it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But there's that's, a key. That's woman logic. Like in her mind, I felt like she still had the right to like throw it in my face that she told me. That's some woman logic. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to women though. We wouldn't be here without them. Uh, let's, let's switch over, Colin. Um, you never gave me a trivial thing. Oh, geez. My one-to-one. Also, I, I did pull a top three rhymes. I did not. Damn it. Dude, I know. We, we need to, we need to do that next episode. I would actually, let me, before you start your trivial thing, cause we'll wrap up with that. Um, before you start that, let me just plug the fact that we should have a guest next week. It's my buddy, Nick Reed. Uh, Nick is a soon-to-be father. Not that that is a requirement for the podcast. I think that that's the misconception. It's just the age group that we're in. It's fucking everybody's dads. Um, So we're bringing people on. I mean, Jordan wasn't, but Nick is a soon-to-be father. He's got a history in the local music scene um, as both a touring, like, stagehand type thing. Uh, Also played in a touring band. He was in Beartooth when Beartooth started. Oh, okay. Um, He's in a rock band now as the vocalist. And he's also a coffee aficionado. Hmm. Um, what else? The other, I mean, I'm sure he, I'm sure he fucking drinks. Um, but more than that, he's also part of this thing called the Brightside Foundation, or Brightside Foundation, which is like uh, promotes like mental health and things like nice. that by way of music. Nice. So it like it fucking plugs directly into mm-hmm. you know what we've talked about on the podcast many times. So I want to have him on and just I actually want to know more about it. To to be honest, I don't know a ton about it. Um, so he should be on next week, provided uh, he can still make it. We'll see. That being said, give us your trivial thing. Trivial thing that drives me crazy, and it's about my wife. Uh oh. And it is a it is merely a difference of opinion. Extra trivial. No, oh, I, I guess. Uh, it's a difference of opinion of just philosophy. But when we when we go to uh, get together and bring like a six pack of beer and like a bottle of wine or something like that, mm-hmm. like if we're leaving, she's like, 
there's three beers left. Go grab the thing. And I'm like, no, this is a party. We brought it to share. And now it is the parties. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't see it that way. She's no, we paid for it. We brought it. We're bringing it home with us. That is a trivial thing. That's a very, that's her being, uh, that's petty wop. But that's me being, but it drives me crazy. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. But th- that's a, that's a. As somebody who used to host a lot of parties, we definitely used to reap the rewards oh, of yeah. alcohol. That's my argument is like, don't you love it the next day when you realize how much shit was left at your house? Yeah. But much love to my wife for being frugal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a, this is perfect. We're actually, I'm, we're right at 120. Nice. Which is where we've been targeting yeah. to be. And we just never are. And it's 10 o'clock on Monday night. That's what I'm saying. And I've, so, I've personally had a long, long day. Me too. I've been landscaping my fucking ass off just to save some money. I've been onboarding a new designer at work. so Just to save some money. Hmm? I, was just, I just oh. wanted to throw that on the end like oh, it, yeah, it was no. relevant. No. All right, cool. Uh, nine in the books. Ten. We will have to think of something fun to do for ten. Maybe we really will line up some gin and tonics or something. We'll, we'll get Maybe some- we really do need to do our fucking rap thing we will we will okay and that's i where spent I was... half an hour but like, you weren't doing shit i wasn't i was sitting in that's a wait- i was sitting in a waiting room <laughs> yeah so I, I honestly i had time i took my kid to his very first cross-country thing tonight and like mingled with the parents and shit like that um and watched him run like i don't know what i was expecting but he fucking far exceeded my expectations like the dude ran like m- multiple miles and even though we got there really fucking late in true fashion for me, because I'm late to literally everything, uh, the whole group had just gotten instructions and took off running. And I was like, dude, run over to that woman with the clipboard and figure out what the fuck's going on. He runs over to her and uh, she's like, oh, you're fine. What's your name? Checked him off, said, go ahead and catch up. And the track is, I want to say it's like 400 meters, which is like half or that, that'd be like half a mile. No, that'd be a quarter mile, right? Um they're like at least a quarter or more of the track ahead. And he boogied, caught up, and they had to do two laps to warm up, and that would be like half mile. Uh, by the time he completed his warm up, there were people that had like just barely gotten past lap one. I'm like, damn, so you caught up when they were a quarter ahead of you, you lapped them, and then you finished middle of the pack. I'm like, holy shit, like this. Cross country might be your shit. Yeah, dude. Like you're you're getting it. But then there was one kid out there that just was disgustingly fast. Like way too fast. You know, I'll I'll piggyback on that real quick. I was that's awesome, by the way. That if that's the thing, is like you yeah. you where you catch that thing, it's like that's your thing, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can understand now why so many dads like push their kids, parents in general, push their kids into stuff because I always thought of it that way, like Oh, dad likes football, so he wants his kid to play football. And that right. happens. But I also understand now where it's like, no, that's your thing. I yeah. recognize that you've got a thing. And because uh, I was playing, I was hanging out with Miles um, one day. It was uh, Saturday morning soccer. And uh, it was in between games. So we were just like screwing around at Whetstone Park. And um, my mother-in-law had a like a nerf baseball bat and some balls mm-hmm. in her car. So we were just dicking around and the kid has never played baseball before. And I was pitching and that kid was hitting nine out of 10 pitches. Very nice. And I was like, baseball, that's your thing, man. And I can't, he doesn't want to do it. And I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to force him to. Yeah. Hayden played a few different things. Um, but his thing 
is is always been running. Like he's told me several times, like he's been played football a couple times, but he likes to play defense because he's running. And when they play tag, like he's always like one of the last people to get tagged and he loves playing soccer. So being that my wife is a marathoner. I was going to say like, well, it sounds like it's in the blood. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you, you're saying soccer should be in the blood because she's Mexican? Whoa. I said running. <laughs> From what? The law? That could still apply. Where, in this where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you saying hurdles because it's like hopping the border? Like, what are where are you going with this, Colin? She just did ancestry and figured out that she's like a whole bunch of Native American. Oh yeah, that's my Navajo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking used that joke earlier today, but I felt like we're using it right now. <laughs> I've successfully killed you twice. Oh in this my episode. god, man! No, uh, so he. I'm been, sad that my Finnish joke wasn't that funny. <laughs> it's all right. That was funny. Um. No, so he's expressed like he loves to run and shit. So being that Amy's a marathoner, she's taken him out a few times running and gave him some pointers. But, you know, bought him all the nicest shit because when a parent is into something and then your kid's wanting to get into it, you want to lace them up with all the, the coolest shit. Mm-hmm. When he started expressing um, interest in like shoes and shit, I was like, let's go. I'll fucking, I'll buy you. That's, we talked about it before. I'll buy you the LeBrons. I'll buy you the Jordans. I'll buy you whatever. It's because like, that's what I'm into. And he was expressing interest, so I had no problem paying the money. Sure. Same with her. She bought him all the Nike shit, fucking Nike running shoes that are expensive as shit, all that. Um, but yeah, like it, it's it's crazy. I uh, Sometimes I catch these jokes and I'm like, damn, that'd be a good joke for the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not often I get to bring him onto the podcast, so I'm glad I got to do that. Has that red light been blinking the whole time? I don't fucking know. All right. Which, I wonder for- In the back? It's on top. Yeah, it's probably been blinking because I have that thing plugged in for power as well. All right. Just, you, making, just making sure it'd be hilarious it was the first time i noticed it blinking and i'm just that like that would be hilarious shit. if that did not record we're using a new camera tonight brand so. new camera uh it's not a good camera by any means but it's not my phone so that i can sit here and look up things on my phone um let's just wrap this bitch up trivial like, things that bother me just continuing on when we said we were gonna be done i'm just kidding do you want me to do you want me to do another trivial thing i'm just kidding i'm kidding no i got one i fucking here it was the the other one was traffic. It was people that don't fucking wave when you either let them merge or let them out when there was zero responsibility for you to do so. The least you can do is put your fucking finger out the window, not the middle finger, just like two fingers out the window or give a wave or something. When you act like it was my responsibility to let you in there, now I'm mad. Now I'm gonna get on your. Are you the kind of person? Are you the kind of? Oh, so you, uh, or I'll cut them off. Because see, I don't I don't retaliate. I do, but I'm always just like. I'll be like, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. You know, like very be very animated about it. Yeah, like they can see you or something. Yeah. No, I actually get up where they can see me. I am 100%. I have bad road rage. We've talked about that. I have bad road rage. Uh, so when they don't, I just, it's just like fucking throw a hand up. Just say hi. thank you. You know damn well there was no reason for me to stop that early, flash my lights, and tell you to go on when merge means stop if traffic is affected and you were about to affect my trafficness so the fact that i stopped i deserve a hand signal i agree all right let's wrap this bitch up <laughs> for real this time wave when people let you in assholes we should uh well I, we gotta think of a, a way to name this episode maybe it'll be something to do with nah i i can think of some other ones there, navajo. That's, that's my navajo <sighs> that's it's that's borderline that's all right. Culturally insensitive. We are. I can say it because my my wife is. Like, actually, I don't even know. We need to end this. She could be a Cherokee. I don't know. Um, yeah. 
That concludes that. Episode nine. Number we nine. made it. We made it. See you for some gin and tonics next time. Peace.